winter storm in summer, a cold front in a cup at 7-Eleven, below freezing predicted. Slurpee takes the simmer out of summer. Curious, bold, rare sensation. It'll freeze your pipes. And now at 7-Eleven, you can get a Slurpee in a surprise cup, 24 ounces of your favorite Slurpee flavor. And there's a surprise on the bottom of the cup. You get a different surprise with every Slurpee surprise cup at 7-Eleven. Hello and welcome to a particularly delicious episode of FW Presents, the omnibus show of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rob Kelly, and joining me to talk about Slurpee Cups... Yes! <laughs> yes! Is yes. my pal from the 13th Dimension, Dan Greenfield. Hi, Dan. Hi, Rob. How you doing? I'm doing really well. I, uh, I got a Slurpee just before we recorded here so I can be in the properly sugared up jittery mood for this uh for this particular so, so you're already flying you're already, you're already at cruising altitude i am i am yes absolutely uh, i'm all like <laughs> uh because i got a large but uh, we'll talk about that we'll talk about that too okay. yeah now, now sh- slurpee cups okay yes why are we talking about slurpee cups well there's partly because this was something i've always kind of this has been part of my fandom this was something that i had it's kind of a, a big deal for me because interacting with superheroes and, and merchandising and I, I always wanted to do something on it i even created a blog about it but i never actually ever started it and oh I no always, kidding yeah I, I i registered the name and i've never done anything with it and i wanted to do a podcast on it and i just never got, got around to it and then like about a couple of months ago you ran a piece on 13th dimension about like the, what was it the 13th weirdest it was the 13 wackiest DC and Marvel Slurpee Cups. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ran in, ran in August, uh, August of this year. Right. Yeah. I ran that. I read that piece and I was like, oh, that's what I wanted. Yes. I love that article. It, was, <laughs> it, it is so it is bizarre. And I figured this is perfect to talk about it. A great topic for FW Presents. So before we get started talking about the history of them a little bit, like what is your interaction with these names? Did you have them when you were a kid? I did. I'm not a huge number of them. I mean, in, in fact, when, when I did whatever, what, what little research I actually did in putting the, the, the post together, um, was my mind was blown by the sheer volume of them. Um, you know, I, I didn't, as a kid, I had no idea that there were that many. But I remember having a handful of them, and it was the DC ones, because I was such a DC kid. I wasn't a Marvel kid at all, except for Spider-Man. Um, Maybe Captain America a little bit, but I was totally obviously into into the DC side of things. So I remember, I think I had like Alfred, and I think I had yeah, no, Mister <laughs> Gordon. Just, just that right there tells you yeah, yeah. <laughs> something about these cups. Yeah, right, exactly. I think I had Alfred, I think I had Commissioner Gordon. So you can even see I'm like totally dancing around the best cups right right from the time when I was six years old. Um, and and I, I, I might have had one of the Legion of Superheroes and maybe a Green Lantern, but I might completely be making that up in my mind. But I do remember that I had a few of them. I do remember asking like my mom, like, can you take me to 7-Eleven because I want to get more cups? But I remember that, and I also remember, you know, at the same time, I had baseball cups, too, that they made, because that was another thing in addition to comics. They made baseball, and I think they did other sports also. Yeah, it was a huge thing, the, the Slurpee Cups. And this yeah. was something that I learned uh, in, in, in the research I did do for this podcast, is that yeah. they are not they were not exclusive to 7-Eleven. I always thought they were. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that. I always thought this was a strictly a 7-Eleven thing. Right. Yeah. No. These were these were made uh, both DC and Marvel characters, and then they were given 
they were built with space for the vendor to put their logo on. Now, I knew them from 7-Eleven, but right. they were also done for Icy, and I think, like, uh, there were some other brands that, that made these sort of, like, sugary, mushy drinks. But right. I, and, and so, you know, like, the DC ones, they're not called Slurpee Cups. They're called Comic Cups. Right. So they were, the right. word Slurpee's not even in them. Now, part of the reason Dan and I are, are laughing already at this is because Dan was a DC kid, I was a DC kid, and I read Marvel Comics, everybody else, but DC was always my jam more than DC. But this mm-hmm. is one of those things where the two companies did the same product and took com- two completely different approaches yes. to having yeah, yeah. these cups. Yeah, basically, um, in the war of Slurpee cups, Marvel kicked DC's ass, <laughs> and it's and it's not even close. It, you look, I, and, and and this if this doesn't say, I mean, it says so much about DC and Marvel, you know, in the early to mid seventies too, in terms of where the two companies were in their understanding on how to appeal to kids, you know, and 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 how to appeal to to readers in general. Basically, what and I. For what research I've done, I can't even entirely, you know, tell who was in charge of what in terms of, you know, I don't know who at DC sent the clip art over to, to Southland Corporation or whoever actually manufactured the cups. And same for Marvel. But clearly, Marvel took it, if you want to use the word seriously, I don't know if you wanted to use it, but they, they took it at least, they looked at this as a professional merchandising job. And DC looked at like, it was like, ah, the kids today, don't, don't, <laughs> they'll use that, just... Send, send Jimmy in, in production down to the clip art file and have him send a bunch of you know stuff out there. Well, you know, and you know that's what happened. You know that's yep. what happened. Somebody you know chomped on a cigar somewhere and said, "All right, I got this letter from Southland. Yeah, 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 you take care of it." Marvel, on the other hand, said, "Okay, well, we're going to really make ours shine, and we're going to do this really professionally and really make them look good." And I can't help but wonder that now, now just for the for the purposes of, the, of your listeners here, in terms of a little bit of background. My understanding is that there were four basic series of the Slurpee Cups. There was only one DC that first came out in 1973. Marvel had one at the same time. Then Marvel had another one two years later. And then Marvel had one two years after that. So I, I, I can't help but wonder, you know, why did DC get out of it to begin with? Was it that 7-Eleven found that nobody wanted the, the DC Cups? Was it a – who knows? But they, they, when you look at them now – you know, and compare them, it's not even close. Marvels are, are and I, I hesitate to use the word beautiful, but they're really striking, even from that early series compared to DC. I, I would not hesitate to use the word beautiful. I think they are. Yeah. Uh, there's, yeah. an, there's an article in Back Issue, tomorrow's Back Issue, number 34, it's a while back, that had a brief article on the Slurpee Cups, at least the Marvel ones. And I learned a little a bit about those. And uh, it was um, it was a product, project to hand it off to uh, Patty Cockrum, Dave Cockrum. Okay, see? Yeah, see, they, of course. That makes right. sense. Who worked on staff. And Marvel at that point was phasing out of their merchandising that was done in the mail. Like, you you know, you sent things in. You know, you send in a dollar and you got a Marvel patch or whatever. And they were more into actually licensing the brands out to other products. And so Patty Cockrum took it upon herself to start preparing – these thick binders full of camera-ready artwork of their characters in action poses that could be kept for any for this this sort of use. So you know, right then and there, Marvel was taking it seri- as you said seriously. Marvel was taking it so they realized, well, there's there's money in these characters. Yeah, People yes. Want to see these things on various products, and instead of you know just kind of throwing something together, we're going to have nice 
pieces of artwork that are ready to go. They're drawn by their top flight artists. They had rules specifically about the Marvel Cups, which were the characters couldn't be frowning or looking like worried or in anything other than like an action pose. And they took some of the artwork from the comics and then had to retouch them. They said they talked to um, – they had uh, Marie Severin, who, of course, like the best in the business. Right. I knew she was involved. Yeah. Right. They had Marie Severin uh, touch up some of them. So they ended up – and they, they, they came along with uh, the logos, the character logos. So yep. you had uh, – and we'll have uh, photos of a lot of these cups on the gallery page on fireandwaterpodcast.com so you can see exactly what we're talking about. But, uh, yeah, these things are gorgeous. Now – I'm going to do a quick rundown because I have pictures here of, of all the cups from DC Marvel, the two different lines. So let's, this is, these are the DC cups. This is the 60 cups. These are the characters that they did. And they came with a little checklist so you could, mm-hmm. you know, figure out which ones you want to get. It's, I don't know what order these are in. Martha Kent, right there. <laughs> Martha Kent, who what kid doesn't want an old lady on his Slurpee cup? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to stop you there, but I'm going to stop you there about Martha Kent because Martha Kent, she she led our parade of thirteen wacky yes, DC and Marvel Slurpee cups because for and, and again, you, you, you people who are listening, look if you're driving or 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 if you're other if you're out jogging, I, stop what you're doing, go to the side of the road, do whatever you do, go and look up the picture of the Martha Kent cup because she really does look basically like your grandmother. And she's and she's got her finger pointing and she's holding what looks it's a black book and she actually looks like she's telling you it's time to read your scripture or, <laughs> or you know it is the most uninteresting I can't imagine there's a kid in America who wanted the Martha Kent Cup unless of course you were a completist and you wanted anything to do with Superman but it is the most uninteresting innately dull image you could put on a cup for for a kid's any any marketing uh, it might be the single weirdest image ever used for marketing a comic book uh, uh, piece of merchandise i would argue i would argue that's probably true maybe if you were in terms of who would want this maybe if you were like bud court from harold and maude maybe there's a weird fetish here that we're tapping into we didn't know or maybe this is where Zack snyder got the idea for martha Martha, why did you say that name yeah Tarzan and Jane, because they, mm-hmm. that's when DC had the Tarzan license. Lex Luthor, great. Mr. McPitalik, Jonathan Kent, another one. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's like having your church deacon on, yeah, on a cup. Come on. Okay. Monel, the Catwoman, the Elongated Man, Sergeant Rock, uh, Mary, uh, Mary Marvel, listed on the checklist as Ms. Shazam, which is a... That is so strange, yeah. Hawkman, Speedy, the Riddler, Wonder Girl, Wonder Woman, Aqualad, Dr. Fate, very cool, the Joker, Heat Wave, Starman, Wildcat, Superman, of course, Dick Grayson, Mirror Master, Lightning Lad, Perry White, Brainiac 5, Jimmy Olsen, Cosmic Boy, Green Arrow, The Atom, Supergirl, Aquaman, Chameleon Boy, Saturn Girl, The Penguin, Vigilante, weird one, Captain Boomerang, Shazam Jr., a.k.a. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah, Captain Marvel Jr. Batgirl, Metamorpho, Kid Flash, Flash, Clark Kent, Superboy, Lara and Jor-El, getting closer, Brainiac, Bruce Wayne, Commissioner Gordon, Lana Lang, Alfred, Captain Cold, Batman, Hourman, Lois Lane, Mr. Talkie Tawny, Green Lantern, Shazam, Tarzan, and Robin. Now, 
I like the. F- I mean, look, when you've got sixty cups, you yeah. have to go a little deep, which is I like. I like the fact that there's a Metamorpho cup. I like that there's a Monel cup. There's a yeah. Wildcat cup. That's cool. I dig all that. But Perry White, Perry White, like yeah. what you know, and then like. You know, going completely against what I just talked about Marvel's attitude was, there's a Dick Grayson cup, right? It's a piece of Sheldon Moldoff artwork, which, again, by 1973 was really old hat. And it's Dick Grayson, though, but he's in his Robin costume with no mask on, and he's looking worried. Because the cover yeah. it's from is it's from a panel where someone is, like, accusing him of something. So he's like, what, what, what? So on yeah. the cup, he looks like he's about to pee himself. Like, why is that on the cup? <laughs> Why did you pick that picture? Well, this is this goes back to what I'm sure, like you know, Johnny the uh, Johnny the copy boy was sent down to get the clip art, and this clip art was probably 20 years old by the time yeah. that, that half of these images. First off, half of the images are great. I will say that, but the other half are they, they are mind blowingly weird and out of date and. <clears throat> And just strange, like Alfred is another one where the, the actual image on the cup is him basically helping Batman get dressed. And you're right. It's, it's got to be from like 1958 or 1959. And mind you, this is 1973 that these came out. They, they do have some of the really cool art that was used because DC did have merchandising art. They had images that they used in the corners of their comics. They had, you know, there are a lot of these images will be familiar to your to your listeners because they were used for. They were used on Mego boxes. They were used on those those famous stick-ons that they had, which I had as a kid and put them on my wall, much to my parents' chagrin, <laughs> peeling off the paint. Um, a lot of these are really familiar images. Um, some of them are are lifted from covers, like Wonder Girl, which is a great piece of Nick Cardi art. Yep. You know, the famous one where she's bursting out on the new Wonder Girl, or, or whatever the, the the copy says. But then you get these ones like Jonathan Kent, Martha Kent. Alfred, Commissioner Gordon, even, you know, a lot of these side civilian characters, the imagery is, is, as opposed to being like Murphy Anderson or Neil Adams or Gil Kane or, or, you know, some of these others, you're getting like really older antiquated stuff. And it, and it really gets weird. Like some of them, it's clearly, they were just lifted from a page. Like our man is one of the strangest of them all because it's, it's like from the 1940s. It's a, it's a goal behind yeah, and, yeah. And, the thing, and, the, and in the background, the kids are all, because there's, they used very limited color on these things, the kids are all white. So he looks like he's like leading the children of the corn somewhere <laughs> marching down your main and, and, it, and of course, it's not our man. It says the our man on the cup. So it, there's just all sorts of strangeness inherent. You're, it is really cool that they did do Dr. Fate. If they're doing 60 uh, cups, it's great that they used the – I mean they, they kind of had to use the Legion of Superheroes to fill out the lineup. But it, it, it is, as many cool cups as there are is as many weird cups as there are. Yeah, I mean like the, the Heat Wave cup, it's just him just standing there, like literally mm-hmm. just standing there. There's nothing yeah. exciting. But then like you said, then they do some cool ones. The Wonder Girl one, as you just pointed out, was really cool. The Tarzan and Jane cups are Joe Kubert artwork. The Captain Boomerang cup, he's sitting down, but they, remo- they removed what he's sitting on. So he, he, he's just he, sitting on nothing. He's just doing a squat. He, he looks like he's on the toilet is yeah. what he looks like. He looks like he's copping a squat. There's there's that one. And then at the other end, you've got more recent images like the Lois Lane one, which I called on the you know in the story that I wrote Streetwalker Lois because she's got like thigh high boots, yep. like a like skimpy hot pants and I think like a halter top. 
And it's it's like I mean, remember at the time, early seventies, Lois was always dressing quote unquote mod clothes. So this must have just been ta- again taken out of context. It's a really weird image to put and you know slap on a a, a cup for the kids. Yeah. Now, luckily, the, the Aquaman one—that's one of the ones I cared about. That actually uses the Murphy Anderson stock art of him in the kind of the, the water bubble, and yes. that one's really great. I actually have that cup signed by Steve Skeets, oh, uh, which is, is one of my favorite possessions. But yeah, I mean, they really these things do look bizarrely out of date. Like the Brainiac one, he's got that little mm-hmm. weird alien monkey thing that he used to carry on his back. So if you don't know who that is, you're like, what is that flesh-colored monkey thing on Brainiac's <laughs> back? He looks like the little guy from Island of Dr. Moreau that follows Arlo around. Like, what is that? Like, what? And, like, you know, it shows, like, the level of, like, attention to detail that, that DC didn't bother to have. And, that, like you said, you've got this checklist, and yeah. they're calling Mary Marvel Ms. Shazam. And now, I want like, yeah. is, is it because of the Marvel thing, maybe? Because they couldn't even have the word Marvel anywhere, even on this? Is that, could that well, be what it is? It has to be what it is. It has to be why they call him Shazam Jr. and why they call her Ms. Shazam. has to be because they weren't – remember, on the comics themselves and on Mego and all the merchandising at the time, they couldn't call them Captain Marvel or any of them that. The, the branding itself always had to be Shazam. But what, what is weird to me is that on the, on, the, on the Mary Marvel Cup, it actually calls her Mary Marvel. This is Mary Marvel, the world's mightiest girl or something like that. Um, so, so who knows? It's, it's um, you know, why they did it one way. Or I'm fairly certain that the cup called her Mary Marvel. But I'm guessing that that's what it had to do with. Jimmy Olsen is another one. Jimmy Olsen looks like he's totally baked. He's sitting, he's sitting yes. in back. He's got his hands behind, you know, clasped behind his head. He's got this really just blissed out happy look. And he's just kind of relaxing in his chair. And, and, and again, it's, it doesn't have him with his, you know, out in action with Superman, Superman's pal, with his camera, or, or even Giant Turtle Jimmy. Because I got to tell you, Giant Turtle Jimmy as a Slurpee Cup would have been awesome. I would have been. Oh man, that would have been. That would have been great. Cups of Jimmy, like Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, Jimmy. Oh man, would have been great. Instead, they picked like the mo- the, the least interesting Jimmy Olsen image that they can to put on a cup. I mean, again, the idea that they use so much, again, of like the old Batman artwork when they're just coming yeah. off of an era where Dick Giordano was doing Batman and Neil Adams was doing Batman. Now, conversely, like they did the Vigilante, which is not the right. greatest image in the world, but I just love that Vigilante got a cup. Like, yeah. what a bizarrely yeah. obscure character to do. The Metamorpho cup is pulled right from the JLA number 42, the Metamorpho says no storyline. It's they're just they're just all over the place. They really are. And one of the things that I, I, I thought was very funny was when I got the Slurpee Cup um, autographed by Steve Skates. That was a gift uh, actually. And I bought the cup off eBay, and then a friend of mine got it signed. And like, if you look at the cup that you get, it is t- like that cup is like the size of what a small is now. Right. And you're like, back then, that's what had to satisfy you. And it's like, that's why we have so much early onset diabetes in this country. <laughs> is that, you know, back in 1973, the cups were tiny, and that's what had to suffice for how much slurpee you're going to get. And now right. it's like, you could put five of those in what the large is today. I mean, so, the, the size of a large slurpee now is as big as my forearm. Yeah. I mean, it's just completely, I've gone, and I have had it every summer. I mean, I do look at it, as, and I, th- I can't even remember why I decided to do this story to begin with, but I think it was because I was in a 7-Eleven, and I was like, it kind of like clicked in my mind to do it. But it's true. You see the Slurpee Cups now, and it's ridiculous the amount that they put in them. So, but, but, but a couple of more notes that are, that are worth uh, talking about, because we really have veered in, you know, we're totally in D.C. right now. 
the, the elongated man who was a character who, who not only do I miss, but was always smiling and was always happy. They pick an image of him where he's looking really pissed off. And so I mean, yeah. yeah, he's just like he's all yeah. And 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 but the other one is that on the on the plus side, and this is also where it's strange. Some of the characters have their names on the cup in very small basic block type. Some of it have it in a more you know early nineteen seventies kind of generic floor you know a, a type that's that's a lot bigger and a lot bolder over the character. Some of them, though, actually have their logos. Like the Aquaman one that you mentioned is a beautiful yep. – it's a beautiful cup. It's in big green, that classic Aquaman, you know, 60s, 70s logo. Green Arrow, which has got, uh, you know, the, the – uh, it looks like it – judging by the image, I'm pretty sure it is an actual Neil Adams image. If, if not, it's almost like maybe a Murphy Anderson doing a Neil Murphy Adams. Anderson, yeah. But it's got the – yeah, but it's got the it's got the, the the Green Arrow logo that was used on the cover of Green Lantern Green Arrow at the time. The Atom, which is one that I just bought for myself off of eBay, has got this great Gil Kane image that was a pinup in one of the issues in the '60s, and then was later you know seen frequently. But it's got that that Irish snap, the Atom logo at the top. All of them on the back had a bio. But, but it really – it's amazing even within the confines of the cups themselves is that besides the stock art, besides whatever, even down to the logos, they were all over the place because some of these really look great. Others, they just don't. Yeah, I, I do get the sense of what you're talking about is that they really just threw it to Jimmy down in production, and that was the yeah. extent of the thought behind it. I mean, meanwhile, Marvel is like, oh, my God, there's an opportunity here. So. Now, conversely, Marvel. Okay, now Marvel yeah. did two different lines, or three different lines, but really two different lines of cups. One is the character cups, which came out, as, as Dan just talked about, in the, the same time as the DC ones. And then later, they did these sort of scenic cups, where it was a, like a whole scene from a panel that wrapped right. around the cup. But the ones that are the character cups, uh, I really think are things of beauty. And these are, they'll, now, so everybody, keep in mind of the list I just rattled off to you that DC did with Commissioner Gordon and Alfred and Ma Kent and all these characters. So this is what Marvel did. Angel, Beast, Black Bolt, Black Knight, Black Panther, Black Widow, Captain America, Captain Marvel, they're Captain Marvel, Clea, Conan the Barbarian, Crystal, Cyclops, Daredevil, Doc Savage, Doctor Doom, Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, Hawkeye, Hercules, Three Hulks, Invisible Girl, Iron Fist, Iron Man, Kazar, Kill Raven, Call the Conqueror, The Man-Thing, Medusa, Mr. Fantastic, Nick Fury, Knight Rider, Nighthawk, Odin, Luke Cage, Power Man, Quicksilver, Red Sonja, The Silver Surfer, Three Spider-Mans, Spider-Stan, Three Things, Thundra, Triton, Valkyrie, The Vision, Warlock, The Watcher, Yellow Jacket, Dracula from Tomb of Dracula, The Falcon, The Human Torch, The Scarlet Witch, Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu, The Submariner, and The Mighty Thor. Not a single supporting character to be found in no. these cups. No, they also, other than Doctor Doom, I think it's almost all heroes too. They didn't do any villains at all, um, which is to me is is a drawback. But the the sheer volume, and and of course, given that you know DC, of course, had the had the bigger back catalog of characters to, to choose from, Marvel went you know all of their top their top stars, but also their top supporting stars. Um, so it's it's a lot it's a lot hipper it's a lot more it's 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 a lot more current for the time and let's you know not going to beat around the bush these cups look great yeah they all come with their comic book logo that you're familiar yep. with 
And all the, the first of all, there's more colors. The DC ones were limited in color. For some these are full color. Uh, they they are stylistically uh, of a piece. There's only one or two or three that have like a circle behind the character, but the rest are just sort of these single shots. They're using either comic art or at the very least something like John Romita did. I mean, yeah. Red, Red Sonia is on a Slurpee cup. I would have mm-hmm. wanted a Red Sonia Slurpee cup. I would yes. I would have had to uh, sneak it into the house. But I would have <laughs> yeah. wanted. It. Medusa, too, for that matter. Medusa. I mean, yeah, I mean, isn't it? It's interesting how much the Inhumans are represented here, considering yeah. they were always kind of like, I mean, they're TV stars now. But, I mean, you know, think about this Black Bolt and Crystal and Medusa and Triton. I mean, that's that's a pretty, you know, the Inhumans are pretty well represented. Odin, for Pete's sakes. Yeah. Kill yeah. Raven. Kill yeah. Raven. They got his yeah. Well, again, I think it's because they, I mean, I, I do, I mean, now they would, if they did it today, they would have like maybe 12, you know, they wouldn't, right. they wouldn't have 60 cups. I mean, they definitely had the foresight at the time to think of these things as a collectible, you know, get, get, get little Janie and Joey to, to, to Hector mom and dad to keep bringing them back to 7-Eleven to get their cups, you know, because besides the DC one to have 60 Marvel cups um, is just, I mean, that's a lot, that's a lot of cups. That's a that's a big. It's not it's not like a limited edition of twelve kids. It's sixty cups. So if they're gonna if they're gonna do that, they're gonna go, you know, do some deep dives. And some of these, of course, are like you say, they're right out of, you know, comic book covers or comic book images. Some of them are their are their merchandising art. But some of them, like the ones that immediately like jump out at me, like Black Bolt, which is like that classic Kirby, you know, arms outstretched. Yeah, and you've got. You know, and some of them are, are are like corner art type pictures, but also the fact that the characters that they that they really wanted to push their biggest characters get more than one. You know, so you get more than one Spider Man, for example. You get more than one. I think the Hulk and yep. the, of the ones that you mentioned, there are yeah, there's like three Hulks, there's three Spideys, there's three, three things. Which which of course is such a you know it's a, it's such a painful reminder for for Marvel fans today. Of course, the fact that the the, the What's going on with the – and then not to be a downer or anything about what's going on with the Fantastic Four. But you do kind of forget just how huge a deal the thing was in Marvel Comics yep. back in the day. He was one of their A-list characters, and now he's just kind of out there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, they, they were they were part of the big merchandising onslaught when I was a kid. Yeah. On everything. And, yeah, I mean the, the, the Doc Savage Cup, they did a Doc Savage Cup. I love yeah. it. I have that one. I, yeah, I never saw great. that when I was a kid, but I mean, Power Man and Iron Fist, the Ghost Rider one, has got his comic yeah. book logo, and he's literally, like, jumping through a giant circle of, of Hellfire. Clea? I mean, Clea, yeah. you know, I love, and I also, I love the fact that it's like they have so many female superheroes represented. I think that's terrific. Yeah. I mean, he said, Thundra, talk about a deep cut. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, she was never in any, she never had a solo feature or anything like that. So these things... These things look like the comic books they're pulled from, and that to me, Mar- that was Marvel's genius is that they realized, well, this is what kid- kids are buying our comics because they like what they're looking at. So, when if we're going to put it on a piece of merchandise, it's got to look like the comic book that it's coming from. Yeah, the colors are so much brighter. To use the the way the even the choice of I mean, and again, you know, there. What I also like about the well, I'll, I'll save that part for a second, but I do like the like the. The logos themselves are colors that are offset from the image themselves. Like you look at a Mr. Fantastic and he's in all blue, but the Mr. Fantastic on his cup is in yellow and red. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing really, really works together visually. With Captain America, 
one of the captain, you know, you've got the image of him running toward you. You've got the city in the background with kind of that, that, that moon design, as I know that people like to call it, with the big circle. But the Captain America logo is in that red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't, they didn't skimp on that and just have Captain America, a little block type beneath his, beneath his image. Um, but I do have to say, just going back quickly to Thundra and Clea, because when I was looking through these, to, to, and I did my thing on the, on the, on the wacky uh, cups, I just kept thinking to myself, the average kid, did they have any idea who either Thundra or Clea were? <laughs> because I, to this day, still don't know who they are. And I admit that, and I know that there are listeners here who say, oh, come on, Thundra's this, and oh, come on, Clea's that. But I've intentionally not looked either of them up because I don't want the mystique to be broken. So I'm kind of <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather think of them as strange characters on Slurpee Cups than actually go and find out where they're from. And they're probably great characters, and they probably have you know, their, their moment in the sun, but I, I wouldn't know it just because I can't th- help but think that if I were seven years old and I had a choice of, of getting a Batman and a Thundra, I think I know which one I would have taken. It's an interesting reminder, too, of like how minor the X-Men were to Marvel in the early yes. 70s. Because you look at these cups, there's one X-Men cup, and that's Cyclops. Yeah. That's it. No other character. Well, the Angel. I forgot the Angel. Oh, well, yeah. right, Beast, too. I, I, I take all that back. Angel. But, I mean, there's no... This is well. Actually, this is pre New X Men anyway. So this is just well, that's, before those guys. But that's exploded. it. That's exactly it. I mean, they had the they had their early seventies, and these were characters who were. I mean, the, the X Men were they were basically non entities, and a lot of these characters, like Angel and Beast, were known more or less because they had their own books or they had their own features, right. not necessarily because of X Men. So of course, there's no Wolverine because Wolverine was, you know, he wasn't even there yet, really. Um, you know, certainly no Colossus or, or Phoenix or Wolverine. Marvel. Well, yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, I mean, not there. You know. Yep. I, I love that there's a Kazar. Like again, I, I really yeah. like Knight Rider. What a weird choice to do Knight Rider. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, he had he did have his own feature, but yeah, these things are just beautiful looking. And they said with the logos, they're they they just. And I remember being a kid. It's funny that Seven Eleven must have repurposed these over the years because I remember. Going like being at a Seven Eleven and going through the you know like the, the the way they were displayed were generally in kind of big stacks, and I remember going through these looking for characters that I wanted, and I was See, I if this, this couldn't have been 1973, I was like a toddler then. My parents weren't giving me that age, so it's like they must have done these later on because I I do have a memory of being like oh I already have this one I already have this one. Well, either that or they just had a long shelf life. You know, that was the thing, too, is I I seem to remember, you know, when I saw that the that the first, you know, DC ones came out, what was it, 1973? And I'm thinking to myself, was I really six years old? You know, I'm not really sure. It's just probably it took them a long time for for them to get rid of a lot of these, which is why they didn't come out every year. They came out every other year. And that that probably has something to do with it. But I don't even really remember how I got my hands on them. I seem to remember, like, the clerk saying, okay, you can have – this is what we've got. You pick one. Uh, I don't really remember having getting my hands on, say, three different ones and having them in my hand and getting to choose. I kind of got the idea that I didn't really have a choice. But I, I could be compl- – again, my, my memory on this is so hazy. Yes. But I, I do get the sense that they were around for a number of years even after the, it's not like they like went away and it wasn't, it really was while supplies lasted and they probably lasted for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're really beautiful. Again, it, it pains me because it makes me think, imagine what these cups would have looked like if DC had put this kind of care into them. Oh, you, know, yeah. you could have had, 
you know, like a Kurt Swan Superman or a Neil Adams Superman, you know, I mean, like something, you know, Neil Adams, you do have Neil Adams, but like if they had really done the logos right and all this stuff, right. it would have been, oh God, they would have been, just, like, there's no Justice League cup. They could have done a no. Justice League or Teen Titans or something. Right. Uh, but I mean, these Marvel ones are beautiful. So the third line that came out a couple years later are called, I don't know if they have a, definitive name. I've seen them called the Wide Mouth Cups because they're shorter and squatter. Uh, I've seen they're, they're called like the, the Picture Cups because these were Marvel Cups, but instead of again, just a single character image, they're kind of almost like a collage in a oh. way from the comics. And this was a whole lot. Now, I've been trying my best to find like a complete list of these, and I haven't been able to, so I don't know if this is all of them. But I have a picture here in front of me, and there's two different Avengers ones. There's a Black Panther, a Black Widow, Captain America, a Captain Marvel, a Hercules, two Conans, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, Galactus, two, two Fantastic, three Fantastic Fours, two Howard the Ducks, four Hulks, an Inhuman, Iron Fist, Iron Man, Ms. Marvel, Nova, Red Sonja, Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu, Silver Surfer, four Spider-Mans, Doctor Who, and three Thors, and the X-Men. And these, if anything... Wait, did you say Doctor? Wait, did you say Doctor Who? Oh, you, did you mean Doctor Doom? Is Dr. that who you Doom. meant? Or? Dr. Doom. Oh, okay. I was. Gonna... <laughs> I got my big jag excited for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. No, yeah, Doctor Doom. Uh, yeah. But I mean, the, if anything, these are even more beautiful than the other Marvel ones because this is the... literally a comic book slapped on a cup. They're so great, and and I uh, also there's a there's a, a website uh, called the Dork Review which um, was where I'm looking as we're talking here, that they have a bunch of the information about the history of these cups and the sizes and the dimensions and the differences between the different series. And they have an an even fuller list than what you had just mentioned. But yeah, but what's, what's amazing is like, again, what you said is that the multiples on various characters, just to show you that this later series apparently came out like in 1977. So you have four Hulks. Because Hulk was huge, you know, in, literally and figuratively. Spider-Man, four different versions. You get groups. You get the Avengers. You get the X-Men. You get two Howard the Ducks. Two different Howard the Ducks. How awesome is that? Three different Fantastic Fours. So it's you had a wide array. But also, in the, in the earlier cups, it was image on the front, and on the back was a bio. The DCs were played straight, typically. Marvel, they were done in a first person with the with the character basically saying who they were. Here, it's it's more or less a wraparound image, and they are just gorgeous. And what what I love about them is that they are that sweet spot between being really great looking and not being overdone. Like I just think about anytime you see these kinds of things done today, they're all the cups are full bleed. There, there's that like kind of modern coloring style that just that just makes it everything look fake and CGI-ish. It doesn't have that. It, it doesn't it doesn't pop in the way that you would want it to pop. I know it's more modern looking and all of that, but the the use of the color on these cups and, and given these are these actually benefit by the kind of coloring style that they did in the late seventies. They yeah. look brighter. They look sharper. Yeah, they're, they're really. Really beautiful. I mean, you said Howard the Duck was running for president after all, so he deserved at least yeah. two cups. Like the Inhumans, I I have a soft spot for the Inhumans. I don't think I've ever really even talked about it on any podcast because it just hasn't come up. But like the Inhumans are like 
like my top five mar- favorite Marvel characters, and like their cup is a Neil Adams shot of Black Bolt right in the front, yeah. and it's everybody behind him. I mean, it's like if you didn't know who the Inhumans were and you just bought this cup, I think this would make you a fan. You'd be like, oh my god, these guys look awesome. Right. Who are these guys? I mean, it, and it, it, that's exactly what the merchandise is supposed to do. If you don't know who these people are, right? Like, and I love that Black Panther gets his own cup. Red Sonia, Conan, like, like really interesting again character choices. And the X Men, the X Men finally get a cup, and it's that great shot. I think it's by Cockrum of Professor X in the middle, and on either side of him are the old X Men and the new X Men. So here you've got our soul yeah, it, Wolverine appearance on a Slurpee cup. My favorite is Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu. He's because it, yeah. it right, he, it's it's the most dynamic in my in my eyes of all of them. Because it's it's it is this wraparound image, but there's this huge picture of him and he's coming at you, and there's this gigantic foot in the foreground. <laughs> And I love it because, you know, on the one hand, I don't think I really want to be drinking out of a foot. But on the other hand, it's it looks so cool that it does do what you want merchandising to do. It's great to collect these things. It's great to want to go to the store. But also, it makes the characters look so cool that you're like, like what you just said about the Inhumans. I'm like, hmm, Shang-Chi. You know, if he looks like this in the comic books, like he looks right here, maybe I should go and pick up a Shang-Chi comic book. Seriously? Because this looks really, really cool. You know, and I was I was never into the kung fu thing as a kid, but now I'm sitting here thinking, hmm, Marvel Unlimited. Hmm, maybe I should go find one of the, uh, you know, the, the the Marvel epic collections of Shang Chi and see what I missed 40 years ago. I'm funny. I'm looking at that dork review page you just mentioned, and I got one yeah. wrong. It's not a Hercules cup. It's a Champions Cup, and oh, I should have seen that because you can see Black Widow. But Champions, the Champions right. got their right. own piece of merchandise. This might be right. the single. One piece of merchandise the champions ever appeared on. Right, probably. You're probably right. And one, one of my also one of my favorites is you know of the Spider-Man ones, which are uniformly beautiful. But there's one in particular that is the same uh, imagery that that Ideal used for this uh, plastic and cardboard um, playset that I that I have from 1973. This great John Romita horizontal shot of Spider-Man swinging through the city. And they repurposed it for this, and just it wraps around the cup, and it just looks great. Yeah, and it's fantastic. And it's funny you mentioned about that, like, when you see modern stuff, it all looks kind of overdone. And, stuff, and it's because nobody does merchandising for comics anymore. I mean, the, right. the, these things were meant to be tie-ins to the comic books. Well, nobody right. ties into comics anymore. It's movies. It's all just right. movies and stuff. So 7-Eleven over the years has done some tie-in cups for some yeah. of the bigger movies, but they, they're all photos of the actors. And, you know, and to me, it's like some of the charm is kind of gone. I would love to see it as a comic book thing, but again, nobody's doing that anymore. But these right. these are like this weird little subset of, of fandom. And, you know, 7-Elevens, I've mentioned this on other episodes, like 7-Eleven, as a, as a company... Like, figures very large in my childhood because they were the first store I could go to on my own, you know? They were always within biking distance, pretty much wherever you lived. So this was the first place I could go with my own money, you know, spend it the way I wanted it to be spent as opposed to having to ask my dad or my mom, you know, can I get a candy bar or whatever. And it made you feel empowered, you know? It made you feel like I'm starting to grow up a little, that I can decide to buy this issue of, you know, Sergeant Rock and a Slurpee and a, you know, a Reese's peanut butter cup or whatever. And that's, 
I'm choosing to spend my money the way I want. And the idea that you could buy a comic and then buy a cup that is related to the book that you're reading is just so terribly exciting. And yeah. I, I, I don't need to collect any more things. I have enough stuff. But, like, every so often I will see a Slurpee cup and I kind of get that pull of, like, I would love to just get a run of these things. I really would. But I have no place to put them, and they're delicate. Right. They're, they, they, you know, they're not meant, they're not built to last for 30 years. So they're, they're dead, they crack very easily, and the paint washes off pretty easily. I mean, but I, 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 even looking at these now, like I'm looking at that Champions Cup, and I'm like, I want that thing so bad. <laughs> yeah. And they're not that, I mean, I, for some people, a dollar would be too much for something like this, and I totally get that. But they're relatively inexpensive when you do look at them on eBay. Like I did buy myself the uh, the Gil Kane Adam Cup because I just love that image of the Adam. Um, you know, there are some others that I've kind of like, I thought to myself, you know, maybe I ought to. Now, it is kind of tough to kind of splurge on something like that. Yeah. But there are some of these that really I know would look nice on the shelf. Um, you don't have the Shang-Chi one, right? You said you don't have No, but I'm seriously thinking of getting it, even though I still to this day have never read a Shang-Chi comic book. <laughs> that, that cup is so great. That I, that I may just get that just because I want to have it in my house. Yeah, it, they're really, really nice. And so, yeah, so these were, you know, this was a big thing. And then Marvel never Marvel and DC never really bothered to do it again. I mean, no. 7-Eleven did a whole bunch of licensing for cups. They had like a country western yep. run. There's a Johnny Cash Slurpee cup you can get, which is just fantastic. They did, uh, they did like a, um, I think like a monster series. And it was like Bigfoot and like, uh, like the Loch Ness Monster and stuff like that. So... There's, there's someone out there needs to do like a history of 7-Eleven. And the last story I will tell about 7-Eleven specifically is there are two 7-Elevens that uh, were equidistant from my, my childhood home. And I used to, you know, ride my bike to the both. And that's where I bought my comics and my Slurpees. And it was a big, big part of my day. And up until just last month, both of them were still there and in operation. And the wow. one the 7-Eleven that I bought my very first uh, Alan Brenner comic book. This is the Brave and Bold number 182 where I was introduced to this guy. Who's this Alan Brenner guy? Right. That store just closed a month ago. Oh, and wow. It, it made me sad. It made me genuinely yeah. sad that this is the store that I used to shop in when I was nine, and now it's it's gone forever. And so it, it's a little bit of a wistful thing. And, you know, maybe, you know, again, now, now that I'm sitting here looking at these cups, I'm kind of like, I might want to go to eBay and look at some of these, which is dangerous terrible thing to do but I'm, yeah. I'm really tempted so um is there anything else we want to say about the slurpee cup before we, we sign off dan no not really i mean the only the only thing that we didn't cover is the fact that stan lee had his own cup you know super he had stan. Yeah, super he did, stan yes. which of course cracks me up that that even here stan lee could not re, re, and i'm not a guy who knocks stan lee at all i know some people do i don't but i do think it's funny that that even here even here, Stan Lee had to make, or, or somebody had to make sure that Stan Lee got represented in the in the Marvel series of cups. He did that um, was a trick, that guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I, I, you know, they, what I love about these is that they they inherently, in in terms of the fact that they existed and the designs themselves, really speak of their time, and they really. I mean, they're like little totems of the Bronze Age or the 70s or whatever you want to call that period of time in your life. It, they're wonderful, and it just makes me want to go out and have a Slurpee. There you go. Perfect way to end it. So, 
Dan, thank you so much for doing this. This was this was uh, such a weird little notion, and that's what FW Presents is for, these weird little notions that we have. And so once it was so funny, I should tell everybody, like, once I had the idea, I saw Dan's article, and I was like, I want to do a podcast on this. So I write Dan, in like in the middle of the day, and I'm like, hey, Dan, we want to do a Slurpee thing? And I think it was like I maybe a minute and a half later I get a response. It was like, yep. I was like, all right, done. That was easy enough to do. <laughs> We're, we're both yeah. in on this. Well, I appreciate you asking me because, again, when I did it, I kind of did it half on a lark. And I, when I posted it, I was like, I think people are going to like this. And sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you figure, you know, something's going to be really good and then it goes over. It goes nowhere. Sometimes you're like, eh, this maybe people will like this. People really, really liked it. So I was really, really gratified because it really was just written half as a joke. And I, I really appreciate you asking me to, to come on and talk about this because these really are a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. So, as always, you can find everything that Dan does over at 13thDimension.com, and I have a column over there, Real Retro Cinema, and there's always yep. tons of fun stuff over on that site. The amount of content you put out on that site is just unbelievable. Well, thanks. It's <laughs> What is sleep? If anybody can tell yeah. me what sleep is. That is. Yeah, exactly. No. But thank you. I appreciate that. All right. And uh, everybody, of course, you want to find back episodes of this or any of our other shows on the network, you just go to firewaterpodcast.com And you know what? Leave comments. On the, the on the the post for this, I wanted. To, did you get these Slurpees? Did you have any of these cups? Take a look at them. See if you want the Martha Kent cup. Maybe you're one of those weirdos <laughs> that wants one. I don't know. We're not judging. We're not judging. Yes, we are. Well, yes, we are. We are. We are. <laughs> we are. we are a little bit. But I mean, I get no Lana Lang. If you're going to do Martha Kent, you don't do Lana Lang. At least you get like Wait. the cute redhead on the cup. Like when? Well, no, 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 wait, wait, hold on. I think there is a – no, there was Lana Lang. There was, there was Lana, Lana Lang. Lang. All right. Yeah. Okay. There was Lana yeah. Lang. All right. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. I mean, Pete Lombard then? I mean, what a – you know. <laughs> <laughs> or Steve Lombard. Steve Lombard. Steve no, Lombard. I yeah. Pete Ross and Steve Lombard. Right. Them. Which is okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks so much for listening, and uh, we will see you later. Bye. Super Slurpee. Now at 7-Eleven. It's the biggest, boldest, coldest Slurpee to ever quench a thirst. It's the 32-ounce Super Slurpee. And now, 7-Eleven has a fantastic summer offer. Every Super Slurpee comes in a free plastic Superman 4, the Quest for Peace movie collector's cup. Eight in all, 32 ounces of Super Slurpee and Superman 4 movie collector's cups, only at today's 7-Eleven.